Hi, it's Daria Miranova. Welcome to Hockey on the Beach. Hockey is not the most popular sport in Florida, but we still have five professional teams, two in the NHL and three in the ACHL. Today we're going to talk to Jacksonville Iceman's goalie Charles William, a.k.a. Willie. He will share stories about his childhood, college days, family, and hockey lifestyle in Jacksonville. People call you Willie most of the time. Yeah. Like, how easy is that to forget your own name? Yeah. Well, I mean, when you hear it a lot in the locker room, it's, I think it's, it's harder to forget my real name now because I hear Willie so much um, just from being around the guys every day. Um, so, yeah, my mom calls. She definitely doesn't call me Willie. Uh, no. <laughs> my mom does not call me Willie. It's, uh, it's Charles or, you know, or Babe or uh, whatever have you. But, yeah, the nicknames are kind of like a focal point to every guy on the team. You just always have your nickname, and that's your name. You're no longer your, your actual name. <laughs> what about your wife? How does she uh, She does not call me Willie. Uh, no chance. She, yeah, she is just like, yeah, Babe or... or yeah, yeah Lily is just a yeah, it's just a locker room, you know, team kind of, just a team thing. Yeah. So, <laughs> so tell me more about your hockey childhood. Why yeah. hockey? Why goalie? Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a long one. Um, hockey was just my family. We moved and into this neighborhood, and that's kind of what all the kids were doing. They're playing hockey and outside. Uh, yeah, outside. Yeah, like roller hockey. Um, and then my team, we went to um, a field trip, or not my team, sorry, at school, we went to a field trip, and my teacher told me that, or told my parents that uh, I was a pretty good like, ice skater, and they didn't believe it. I've never ice skated in my life, and she was like, no, you guys could, should, you know, get in some skates and stuff, so we did. Uh, it was winter, and I had a pond in the back, and yeah, before you know it, I was teaching myself how to skate, and kind of picked it up right away. And then, yeah, but to, you know what people say, goalies are the best skaters. Yeah, you know, it's actually, it's a myth. You know, it's a myth. They say that they're the best skaters. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, yeah, that's honestly a part of it was uh, I, I just love skating, being out there. And, yeah, my brother and I, we played on the same team, um, but our goalie was really bad. So we had this, like, thing where, like, if he would score, I would try and stop the bus. And then we started winning games, and uh, it kind of stuck. And that's kind of how I – began to be a goalie. I started like loving the gear and the gloves, the helmet designs and um, and that's kinda of how it all started. Was it expensive like when you were growing up? Yeah, yeah. Goalies that's the first thing you hear when parents talk about goalies, oh stay away, stay away. Uh it is pretty expensive. I think my gear right now probably cost around five to six grand. Um yeah. What? It's getting crazy now. It's like um, house dumping. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> Yeah, 20%, 20%. No, no, it's, it's pretty crazy. So growing up, um, we were able to just, a lot of my friends who had uh, brothers, siblings who played goalie, I was able to like, use their gear. Um, and then my parents got me some gear too once I got into like uh, some new gear, once I got to like my sophomore, junior year of high school and started to you know, get really serious with the sport. Um, and, and that was great, but definitely it's, um, it's really tough. We had a local junior team that would have a big sale at the end of the year. Um, so I'd be able to get some, some good gear from like these junior goalies uh, when I was in seventh, eighth grade. And that was really cool. Um, but it's, it's definitely an expensive position. That's for yeah, sure. Right now, especially, yes. especially right now. The, the gear is getting, I've looked at it the other day and Pat was going for 2,500 to $3,000. And Pat's like, oh, I got a little one. And I'm like, 
Stay away from goalie. <laughs> so, yeah. Who's your favorite goalie growing up? Who? Favorite goalie? I'd say being from Detroit was probably Dominic Hossack. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the Dominator. Um, he was just. I heard so many things about practice, how he would only let in like two, three goals of practice, and just how he um, just competed on the ice in the games. I mean, like it was just impossible to score on him, and he took so much pride in that. So just being from Detroit, him playing in Detroit, being able to watch that on a daily basis was like really cool growing up. So I'd have to say Dalvin Cossack for sure. Do you think that you took something from him from his side? Oh, absolutely. The, the one thing that I think that anyone can take um no matter you know what is just the effort like he just every time he was on the ice it was like in his mind was you're not scoring on me and no matter what like sometimes it looked good sometimes it looked crazy but at the end of the day he was gonna do everything he could to keep the puck out of the net and uh, that was kind of my just approach is just how can i stop every puck every time how hard is it, or easy, I'm not sure, yeah. for you to process bad things? That's a great question. <laughs> That's a great question. Um, I think as I've gotten older, it's gotten easier. But, yeah, when I was up until I was 24, um, yeah, it was tough. It was I would handle it differently every time, and that's frustrating too, like um, not knowing whether uh, it was, you know, feeling like it was my fault and just – hammering myself, like working harder in practice, like whatever it was, it was just so many things that are like, it's frustrating as a goalie. And a lot of times as a goalie, you're kind of on an island by yourself. Um, so I think now as I'm older, um, I'm into, I have my life coaching certification. I'm kind of working on like mental performance um, with kids um, across the country. And it's helped me a lot too, to be able to handle, um, yeah, when things don't go your way and how to kind of change the perspective and outlook of a bad game and kind of using it as almost like a positive by taking my mistakes or the things I was, uh, the reads I was making or the plays I was making, kind of just changing them a little bit and knowing that, hey, like I, I may have played bad for maybe a few minutes or made a few mistakes, but I played good for 45 minutes mm -hmm. or whatever the case is and it can kind of change it turn it around to like actually be like hey like instead of saying you had a bad game let's say let's change these bad mistakes and, and work on those so i think um the last few years have been a huge pro progress with that um but it's taken a lot of time a lot of time um, like i said probably until i was 25 where i was able to truly take a bad game and, and not dwell on it and, mm -hmm. and learn from it so can we say that Zoe is a perfectionist? Absolutely, absolutely. Um, I think now um, goalies um, just in every league, NHL all the way down, um, you kind of look at it as like goals are going to happen. Mm -hmm. You know, like it's a team game. Um, everyone's out there working hard, and we put the time in to work at stopping pucks and, um, and practicing every day. I think it's, it's an imperfect game, so – you can't no one's perfect so i think it, that helps a lot like saying we are human and we make mistakes and it's a game of mistakes so it's definitely a, a position that you know you can always work on something every day so i think with that you just kind of put all your work into each game and then whatever the outcome is is the outcome you can't really control that you just control what you can kind of work on and 
just let everything else go because it's just you, the next game's coming right around the corner. You have to be ready for it. So. Mm -hmm. And going back to your childhood, what was your dream? And did you expect that this job going to be this hard? Uh, you know, I actually, there's, man, hockey and I got into some, some battles growing up. Just, uh, it, it was tough. I, I started when I was like 13, mm -hmm. so a little later, and I just didn't understand the, a lot of the concepts of hockey, especially goalie. Um, and I would say, like, just growing up and, and having that chance to talk with just goalies at different levels and just kind of seeing how they approached every game and um, just just playing. I was able to play AAA in Michigan and with a lot of good goalies um, who are somewhere in the NHL now, Jack Campbell and Hellebuck and Adelkovich with the Red Wings. Like, just seeing how being around that group of guys just helps knowing that we're all going through, you know, this tough position. Um, how can we come together to just um, – to, to just learn from each other. I think that's my biggest takeaway is just being in goalie cramps and uh, working with goalie schools um, and my goalie coaches, AJ Walczak and uh, so many guys, Neil Conway, um, Mike Napsa in college, like all these guys are just able to kind of talk to, sit down just like we're doing and just kind of grow and develop. I think that's just the biggest thing. If, if I can grow just a little bit every day, then I think that, you know, I've done my job and, but, you know, kind of back to your question, like, no, I thought I wanted to play college hockey was my biggest thing. And um, after, yeah, it got to the point where we're talking about pro hockey, I was like, wow, this is like becoming a reality and um, kind of out of nowhere for me. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, I just, when I made the, my first um, contract to play in, in this league, um, I, I was super excited and didn't know what to expect. And now I just... I enjoy it a lot being here and um, just the guys, the coaches, the ownership, like everything is just, just really good. And uh, yeah, I'm just really happy that I was able to say I play pro hockey. I yeah, enjoy it so much and it's been a blast. <laughs> you sound like Detroit Red Wings fan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Big Red Wings fan. Uh, I was pretty much Detroit fan. You know, Lions, Pistons, um, and they're starting to come together, the Red Wings, like, they just growing up watching them, you know, and that was just uh, what we ate, watched while we ate dinner. It was either a Pistons game or a Red Wings game. Oh, so <laughs> yeah. you know Russian Five? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like I said, I, yeah, that's funny you say that because um, that's kind of, I didn't know too much. Like I said, I started playing ice hockey a little later, you know, like, it was like 2002, 2003, so like, it was kind of like before my time. I didn't know a lot of history um, until I got a little older. And, yeah, got to learn about, yeah, the Rush Five and all the history with Detroit. Um, my mom, actually, she grew up uh, in Detroit. And they would, when they'd have their games, they would park, like, in front of her, like, driveway and stuff like that. Like, she was like, yeah, so she never really knew hockey, but just knew that when there was a hockey game, you couldn't drive anywhere because <laughs> it was just, you know, packed full of fans and stuff. But, yeah, big Detroit family, Detroit uh my mom, we were talking yesterday, they were watching the hockey game last night. Um, oh, they won. They beat Tampa, yeah, yeah, seven to four. I know, I saw them first. I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah, we are always watching the, the Revenues fan, uh, Revenues games and stuff. It was just my kind of childhood, just watching them being like, watching the boys, like, oh, my gosh, I can 
never do this. You know, you just see how good they are, and then you know you get older and you see. Um, but yeah, it was always a, he said, Pistons game or Red Wings game, and they were having dinner at the table, and that was that's kind of what really got me like passionate about hockey. So you're a really big hockey man, but do you see yeah. that in Florida, hockey is not really popular? Well, you know, it's so it's so amazing though, like to see how in Jacksonville, especially like with you know the the AU team, the Junior Iceman, this organization, the rink, and um, yesterday we had a game Wednesday, and I, it was rocking. I was like five to six thousand fans there. Like, yes, all the time. Yeah, yeah, all the time. Especially like even during the week. It's it's so impressive to see. Like, I mean I played in a lot of places and like, you know, the the commitment of the fans, the passionate, like they're giving it to the other goalies when they let in the goal. Like it's it's intense and I just think it's gonna keep growing. And I, I didn't know what to think. You know, I I played against Jacksonville when I was in Manchester a few times and mm -hmm. they always had a good fan base. And I was like how like we're in Jacksonville Florida and then I come here and see why is because the people like the the ownership the coaching staff the uh the community like everyone's just so tight-knit and close and passionate and there you go you got you know great fans and it's a it's a fun atmosphere to play in front of do you follow NHL besides Red, Red Wings yeah oh like yeah the the biggest thing that I follow is my favorite goalies so oh, like okay. Vasilevsky Tampa um yeah, Sorrows in Nashville. Kind of just always watch, like... That was my next question. Oh, really? <laughs> I'm skipping. I'm, I'm, I'm skipping. Oh, man, it's funny. Um, yeah, I I just I just always follow boys more than anything. So, um, teams, not per se. Usually just, like, buddies that I that I know that are playing in the NHL. And then and then my favorite goal is just to, just, just to watch them. I mean, it's just so fascinating, like, how they play the game, how they think the game, and... Um, so that's probably my biggest thing, just, yeah, uh, the Red Wings and then my favorite goalies and just buddies who I know who are playing, just kind of keep in touch with them and watch If it. I make you choose, McDavid, McCart, or Ovechkin, who do you want to face to challenge? Oh, man. <laughs> uh, you know what? I would have to say, I have to say McDavid. Okay. I knew that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> McDavid, man, you know, I got to watch him practice one time. Uh, when I was in Ontario um, and um, with the LA's farm team, they they practice LA practice with the same practice rink as the AHL team when we were in Ontario, and um, so Edmonton was in town and they were practicing after us. And yeah, I just stayed and watched, and my jaw was to the ground. Like I, it, it didn't even look like he was playing the same sport as everyone else. <laughs> like, it, 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 was, it was insane. Um, you know, you see it on TV, but mm -hmm. you really see so many other things when they're just practicing, messing around, just on the same ice you just skated on. And I was just, it kind of just opened my eyes and, and to just say that, like, no matter where you are, you, you work hard, you put the time in, like, you can just, you can do amazing things. And that's kind of what McDavid was showing. He was just, in his own world, having a blast, having fun, first and foremost, having fun, love what he's doing. Um, and yeah, all the things that come with it are just the cherry on top, but really cool to kind of see that. But I would, I would have loved to be able to stay out there for a minute, just to face one breakaway, you know, um, just to get, just, just to say I got scored out by McDavid. Um, but yeah, I said say McDavid, he's just so much fun to watch. <laughs> Do you think a bitch can will be with his record? Oh yeah, absolutely. If he will absolutely. Well, Bechkin is, such a great just everything for the sport of hockey and I mean he's a goal ever since he entered the league with that 
crazy goal he scored, you know, on his back, like, to now. He's still doing it. And, you know, he has his kids. It's just a great, um, just, like I said, player for the sport, you know, and he's just bringing so much to Washington. And Yeah, I, I saw the other day that they're, you know, they're keeping their team so that he can help him break the record and not trade guys because they're, you know, whatever. So it just, you just, that just has to go to show what kind of guy that, you know, Ovechkin is. And yeah, I have no doubt in my mind. He's, I mean, no one can stop the shot. He has, he has the hardest shot. Either. Yeah, he shoots and he scores. Easy game, easy game. Just, he sits there and just takes one timers. And yeah, and so it's, yeah, I'd say no question. He's breaking the record. If you have to pick one, favorite goalie right now, the hottest one, who oh, is Easily, Vasilevsky. Vasilevsky is, um, I, he, he's like McDavid with goalie. He, he's he's wow. playing a different sport out there. He's, uh, he's got every single tool that you need as a goalie. Uh, height, um, just the way he moves, the way he thinks the game. I just think he's like the, he's a wall. <laughs> he's a wall. I, if I were to try and model my game after anyone, it would try to just be Vasilevsky on his very worst day. You know, like like just to, that's how I, that's how perfect I think he is and his approach to the game practice. He doesn't want just like Dominic Hossett, he doesn't want to get scored on ever. Um, and you can see it in in the game, but I'm sure it's the same in practice. So yeah, Vasilevsky, no question. Um, I think for me, it's my, one of my favorite goalies ever. Guys. Oh, wow. cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we'll tag him. Yeah, 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 yeah. What's up, Abby? What's up? <laughs> what is the hardest shot you ever faced? Like, I don't know. You keep a track on the short. You know what? Pav, Pav, Pavel's up there. Pavel's up there. No question. His one timer. Oh, it doesn't have to be nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. No, I'll be serious. No, no. No, seriously, though. Pav, uh, Pav is, is a, he has a, a hard shot. Hard shot. Uh, Howard Chuck on our team too. Uh, Zach Jordan on our team. Like we have a lot of guys who can shoot the puck. Um, but yeah, I'd have to say it's between Pavel and my buddy um, uh, uh, Hawkins. Um, he plays a Toledo um, right now, and he, he's always as a kid we grew up playing together, and he's always had harder shots than anyone. Um, yeah, he he's been shooting pucks since he was two years old. Before he could walk, he was shooting pucks. Um, so yeah, I'd have to say between those two, that was probably the hardest shot I've seen. Oh, so yeah. <laughs> hey, did you ever have a fight? Uh, had uh, one little fight. Uh, what did yeah, it, 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 <laughs> Little blood. I know, just a little, just a little bit. Uh, it was a, it, it was just a crazy event. Like, it was uh, back in AAA. I was playing with. Um, Copy where and we we're playing little seasons and it was like a it was a, a bench a bench clearing brawl um, in the championship game and it just kind of got out of hand and yeah we were outnumbered we didn't have we were missing like four guys that game so guys were just getting kind of like jump jump two on one and yeah just like everyone just cleared and just kind of it was more so just helping you know teammates out like just get like, guys getting jumped because we were down guys and, um, so yeah more so just kind of helping guys and. So yeah, just one. It was like one fight when I was, I think I was eighth grade, um, and yeah, and that was it. I haven't, haven't got into it ever since. Just kind of let let them handle it, you know. I'll just try and <laughs> keep my face how it is. <laughs> like I'm a goal. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna keep, keep I'm gonna keep my face how it is. I'm, I'm okay. You guys go ahead. 
but no, <laughs> they, we have so many guys on our team, especially this year, who can handle that. Uh, a lot of guys fight, so I just let them do their job. And, um, yeah, I'll give them the stick taps and clap for them. Because, yeah, we got some mean guys, and um, it's which is great to have that they have my back, they have anyone's back on the ice. Um, and that's just, yeah, great, great to have. Did you watch the World Cup? Yeah. You did? Oh, yeah. It's oh, like yeah. Martinez, yeah. a great goalie, but yeah. you could see that after each great penalty shot, he would celebrate. Yeah. And a lot of people, they're judgmental of goalies when they do that. You know what? That's a great, yes, great questions. Um, I I agree. I think, like, you know, a player can celebrate, the team can celebrate after goals. And, um, yeah, and then, yeah, you, you see a goalie celebrating, guys are like, you know, oh, this guy is cocky. This guy's weird. It's like, what? Like, what? He's doing the same thing that everyone in the the, the rink, the stadium, yeah. gets to do. But but for some reason, you have it in your head that he can't show emotion because he's goalie. Okay. And I agree. I think, um, you know, a lot of goalies. The only time you will, in hockey will really see them is after a shootout victory. Uh, and but yeah, I was fired up when the goalie would make, um, yeah, get fired up because yeah, it's it's exciting. It's 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 a lot of times goalies, you know, growing up, it was like a, you, you do good, everyone's happy, you do bad, everyone doesn't like you, and it's just to live like that, and and try and not show emotion. It's you, you keep it bottled up, you know, and and it's like you know forget that, like be be emotion, like show your personality. Um, so yeah, I love I love having a good opportunity, like after a win, you know, to celebrate, um, um, you know, more so. Like for me, like what I probably would after each shootout, just because you kind of have to be so ready for me, be so ready for the next one. But yeah, after a game, like after a, a big win, like my buddy, like Broussard, he just scored a goal. Yeah, um, seen it. Yeah, I yeah, awesome. yeah. He did a knee slide, you know, like the World Cup in soccer, did a knee slide and like put his hands out. And I was like, that was the coolest thing I've ever seen. I was like, yeah, like that, that'll, that'll, like, first main mariner to ever score a goal like just like i mean so cool you know do you want to score the goal oh yeah i, yeah, I would love to score a goal <laughs> I'll, I'll leave that for the puck handling i'm just trying to make it pass with the defenseman you know um but i just think that's just so good for the game so good for goalies to see that you can because that's kind of like when i i joined a little late and and my personality didn't match like i was I was not the same goalie I was when I was in, you know, high school. Like I would get, I wore it on my sleeve. We got scored on, you or no, and I'm banging my stick. Um, I get mad. Still do they that do. The exactly. I know. You see it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You see it exactly. Like I was the same way, and I, I heard like some of my favorite goalies like they told Flurry that he wasn't going to make it to the NHL if he kept doing that, and he did. He got better. Now he skates to the glass and just kind of gives a little whatever to himself and he comes back and resets you know like he uses that anger and doesn't show it you know so it's not frowned upon and he changed that and that's what i tried to do too um and it took some time but <laughs> i would i was just i would get so mad so upset um but yeah i think um you see some of the, the best goalies Vasilevsky changed that energy to to flipping the switch. Okay, it happened. Okay, now forget it. Now back in the game, you know. Um, but it definitely takes some time. But yeah, Flurry, they told him he had to 
and then he did it, and he was the yeah like first overall pick in the 18 in the NHL. So mm -hmm. just really cool, and I think it does make a difference that if you channel your energy and aggression and um, frustration, you know, into just kind of dial it back down and um, get ready for the next one. Do you have any superstitions? Yeah, yeah. I'm you don't pretty, have to howl. Yeah, I'd. We'd probably be here for another couple oh, hours. Uh, that's me. Just, just it's it's not like it, it's things that I just do, uh -huh. just because I've I've always done it. I think um, it's like to me the superstition. It's to be able to do play hockey and you know play so many games and practice every day. Kind of have to go through a set of routines to keep your mind. To allow your mind to just be free when you get to the ice so that way you don't have to think about anything because it's it's tough like sometimes every day if you're hurt and you're tired or you know from playing bored? a three and three yeah bored yeah <laughs> bored yeah i get even sleep because you have a nine month old you know uh whatever it is i think uh it's nice to have just that routine so that you can you know that's one thing that you don't have to think about um and just go out and play so for me um yeah i kind of will do the same thing. They might not be in the same order, but um, there's just the same warm-up, the same uh, pre-game stretches, the same breakfast before home games, the same, like, wow. yeah, everything is the exact same, just so um, I can kind of just, I don't have to worry about it. Like, I know when, once this gets done, it's going to allow me, I think another thing too, like, when you do something and you do something well, okay, you want to do it like that again. Mm -hmm. You know, so I think when my routine allows me to perform well, oh, I don't need to change anything. I can keep that there. You know, it's almost like getting your coffee before work. You know, it's the same thing with hockey. Like you, you just do certain things certain ways so that you can have a good productive day. Um, and that way you can just forget about it. Like I do my thing. Like, okay, I leave the rink. I come back later and everything's kind of set. and I can kind of perform and not have to worry about anything, any hiccups or anything. So I think it just allows for just an easy just progression because I mean I'm game day and like today like you know Pav we're playing Orlando like you're at the rink for a total of eight hours you know for in the morning mm -hmm. from 8:30 to say 11 or so and then at the game from five till 10 you know so it's like you have to have these things in place or else you you just it's just gonna be a long day you know so I just think it helps to just clear the mind a little bit. People like to call it superstition but I think everyone every day like you know you wake up say whatever it is, you shower, you, you know, you put your clothes on, like, these are all routines. I just think it's, a, it's the same thing in hockey. You, you get there, some people do a shower, you put on your Under Armour and, and you want, like, I think we all just do things to prepare to be our best selves. And once you find it, you don't, you don't want to, you know, stray from that. Like, you don't want to do anything different. You want to perform well, so you want to keep doing the things that prepare you to do well, so that's what I think it is. So they like to call it superstition, but I just like to say that I'm preparing to to perform, you know. Um, so I just do the same thing. Preparing to perform. <laughs> I might have to, I have to write that one down. <laughs> yeah, so I think that's kind of where, because, uh, you know, I, I didn't really notice it until, and I know I'm pretty, like, I, I've gotten looser um, over the years, just, just experience, just playing the league, but, I know I in college I was pretty I wouldn't really talk to anyone and I would do a, a lot for two hours before the game, um, but I, it hit me when I and the thing we did like a little team event actually in Indy 
um, a couple years ago, and they said, like, it was just, we're all sitting there with the fans, and they're like, who's the most superstitious stitious person on your team? And I'm like, oh, I wonder, and everyone's like, Willie. And I'm like, oh, oh. <laughs> I, mean, I had no idea, like, but I had an idea, but I'm like, everyone was just like, no question, you know, I was like, oh, okay, so, and I look back, and I'm like, yeah, I guess it does look like I'm pretty serious because I have something pretty much the whole leading up to every meeting with the coach to we're on the ice. Um, so I was like, okay, I guess that is pretty. But, you know, for me, it's just preparing to perform. So, um, <laughs> but I guess. Yeah. And throw it one more time. Oh, good. Yeah, it does sound good. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah. So uh, that's probably it. Yeah, I'm very superstitious, and uh, uh, it's been it's been working. So, yeah. What if someone touches your gear before the game? Yeah, I'm good with that now. Oh, I'm good with that now. So, now, now, yeah. Now? Uh, and youth hockey. Uh -huh. <laughs> oh man, I had a teammate, Jay Goldberg. If you see this, um, I would put on. Except I was I was here up until like. Pro hockey, and I started playing more games, but I was like dialed. Everything had to go a certain way, and I, I would always put on my pads. We'd always sit next to each other, and I'd just be kind of waiting. He would just unbuckle my strap, unbuckle my strap, and like it was, he was just very exactly, form. exactly, yeah, exactly. <laughs> he was. He, 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 yeah, yeah, he was. He was working my boundaries and making me uncomfortable, being comfortable, being uncomfortable. You know, he was just, uh, and you know, it's funny because now, now it's actually helped me now when things are, say like today we're in Orlando, say there's traffic, you don't get there. And, and that was my biggest thing that hurt me a couple of years. Like, I, get, I need to get there, like at home, I like to get there, I used to, I have to get there at 4.30 for a seven o'clock game. And on the road, you don't get there till five. You know, so now I try and get these, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, what I would normally do, shorten down to like five minutes. So, um, no, no, I'm taking your time. No, no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it's just like it's like with, with Goldberg, man, he just kind of would do things to kind of mess with me. It, it helped me, like, be like, hey, it's okay, like you've played this game for this long, you know, you know what to do, and it allowed me to just adapt and, yeah, be comfortable being uncomfortable. And, um, that was just that that's helped a lot, but that was. One of my pet peeves for a long time, like, don't touch my stuff, don't touch me, like, don't, don't talk to me. <laughs> like, oh, so you're one of those. Oh, yeah, I was. I was. I was, like, just so focused on just thinking about the puck and making saves and not letting it go in that I was actually hindering myself from playing, my, like, letting my personality and emotions show in the game. Um, so once I turned pro and started to play more, just, just games, play more games, um, was able to just, yeah, learn different things, watch different goalies, like, and it just allowed me to just, like, hey, like, I can relax a bit here, you know, I can just, I can chill, you know, I can I, talk to people. yeah, I can talk to people, I can, I can, I can talk to people, people can talk to me, it's okay, like, it got to a point sometimes where I wouldn't listen to music, but I'd have my headphones in, as if I am, just so, like, no one would talk to me, <laughs> So, but now I'm good. Now I'm just, I'm talking to everybody, um, making sure I talk to everyone, seeing how everyone's doing, um, talking with the owner, like just, just being um, present and, and just there and just loose. It helps a lot. I've heard that from Wobbly. Yeah. Ilya Sarotin from Islanders. Oh, 
once he told me that he doesn't talk to people like a few days before oh, the wow. game, but uh -huh. a few years later, he was like, no, that's crazy. I don't do that anymore. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, that's extreme. That's funny. But I'm, I'm similar. Like, still to this day, I will not go on social media after my nap. After okay. my nap. So... Um, yeah, oh, like morning before game. Yeah, yeah, before the game. So yeah, don't I'll do eat. That. Yeah, there's, there's no reason. There's, I'll, I'll see it out there. Like there's nothing that except distraction. But you might see some stuff. Like especially with those guys in NHL, you might see something about you on there. Like there's so many things that you don't need um, that you can see after. So yeah, after take a nap at like um, like two o'clock. So like I said, eat and then everything's fine. Social media, all that. But once I take a nap, I wake up. I just I'm either texting, you know, my family. Uh, Camille, um, and just, yeah, just, that's, that's pretty much it. Just kind of hanging out, being present. And I think that's helped me too. And that's one thing that um, I always keep is just, I don't, what, six, seven hours without it, you know. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, can they can handle that. They can handle it, right? And I'm not even a crazy social media guy um, at the first place, but I just found that that helps me um, just be present in, in the games and uh, during that time. Do you make your wife follow your routines? Like, before the game, uh, <laughs> you have to talk to me like this. No. If this and that is acceptable. You know what? It's so <laughs> funny you say that because uh, in college, we started this thing um, that when it's game day, no matter what kind of day it is, it could be the darkest, rainiest day, and I'll wake up and say, it's a beautiful day. <laughs> and that's it. And she'll say, it is a beautiful day today. And, and and then that's it. That's probably the only thing. You need to write a book. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? That's coming too. That's, that's in the works. Very, 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 very early in the works. But I uh, definitely want to do that um, and, and just have times like this and talking with, yeah, just, you know, Pav. And there's so many stories we all have. And I think that's just so great for everyone to share. We all have a crazy road to how we got here in this locker room today, you know. So, um, but yeah, that's probably it. That's the only thing. Like, she would just say it's a beautiful day and it just allows me to. No matter what happens, um, you know, we're healthy, we're together, and, and playing hockey, and it's a beautiful day. So the weather has nothing to do with it, so I always enjoy yeah. that. <laughs> that would be beautiful to stop, but no, I still have a few things to right. add. Hey, I'm having a great time. This is awesome. yeah. What do you think should be improved in hockey outside of the ring? That's great. You know, um, this is something that I think we all can probably agree to is and they're, and they're starting to, but I think just showcasing other um, ethnic backgrounds, nationalities. Um, I know one of my friends I play with in Indy, um, he was talking about how they were at different games. I think his wife was involved with them setting up like Russian like food tables at rinks so like people could, um, yeah, experience, yeah, what's like to eat in different, you know, different countries. And like, you know, for me, being African American, like having, um, celebrations in February, Black History Month, like promoting things that are, you know, maybe outside of the uh, majority of hockey. Um, and I just think that's so cool. And you're seeing it more and more um, with um, indigenous, um, you know, just, just so many things that they're starting to incorporate. I think they're on the right track. And I hope that they continue to blow the doors off and just continue to get people in those, on those teams and in the NHL working to um, show kids like, Hey, like I can, I look like this, and I see someone who looks like that in this NHL, Ovechkin, um, you know, uh, Wayne Simmons, all these guys that look like, you know, me. I can do that too. You know, I just think it gives the next generation and 
kids um, who might say not, ha not have it all, but they see these guys on the TV um, who might be in the same situation they were in when they were a kid. You know, so I just think that's probably my biggest thing and, and something that I want to be a part of too one day is um, helping those next generations see that, hey, these, these guys were in your same shoes when they were six, seven, eight, you know, 15 years old. Um, I just think that's just something that they continue to do that will be so good for the sport, um, will grow the sport and just continue to promote like everyone is, is welcome to play, you know, and if we can keep putting it's an expensive game, so if we can keep implementing ways for kids to be able to play, um, you know, for free and, and just, just to try things out, to go to games, I think it will just make a big difference, for sure. Hockey is for everyone. Hockey is for what everyone. What do you think about women's hockey? Oh, women's hockey. So, I said, I have a nine-month-old, you know, and she's starting to stand, so skates, you know, right around the corner, it's Christmas. Um, I just, I love it. My, when I was in Buffalo my last year of college, um, we skated at the same rink as the Buffalo Buttes who play in the NWHL. Yeah, so my goalie coach was their goalie coach as well. And, oh, my gosh, they were a blast. Um, I did an internship and got to work with their team um, um, in the gym. I did, like, an internship at, our, at the oh, gym. That's in the rink. So cool. Oh, it was a blast. Like, so many of the team, the women were on the national teams for Team Canada, Team USA, um, and just seeing how they prepare and, you know, a lot of them, they're in like different situations. Like a lot of times there'd be girls who would just come in for the games, um, but they still work at their job back home. Like they, like the way that they had like kind of come together, was just very like, it, it, it was tough. So like, you know, they had to really make a, a, like a, a, a really big effort to this, you know, under grow chemistry with each other. Like, whereas we're, we're, with our teams, we're together every day, so it's pretty easy. But, you know, for them, like, meeting up for just games and people on different programs, like, learning systems and playing together. I, and I went to quite a few Buffalo Buttes games, and it was awesome. It was a place with rocking, like, so many different people in the crowd, too, like, which is really cool to see. And it was just, you know, it kind of blew my mind because I've never been to a game before, you know, a homeless professional game. And obviously with our all-star game, there's a lot of um, women in the um, – uh, oh, yeah, that's right. League, and, and they're just such great personalities, you know, like I always see them, you know, on SportsCenter, on different things on the TV, talking about the PWHPA and, um, and just their league and, and how they're working at growing and, and, and what they can do. And they just, I just am so, such a big advocate for, for, like I said, hockey forever, just like we said. And I just think that they keep pushing and giving them opportunities to grow and, um, yeah, I just think it's it's going to be great. And like I said, I have a little girl, you know, who, who one day, you know, might want to aspire. She loves hockey. And I want her to have the opportunity, fair opportunity to to play and enjoy and love it and get the respect that, you know, it really deserves. So big, big fan. Big fan. <laughs> How much fatherhood has changed? Oh, man, yeah. Uh, it's, well, besides uh, that, you don't have a sleep. Yeah, yeah. No more <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Say, except the no sleep part, uh, it's been amazing. You know, unlike anything I could ever prepare for or explain. It, it ever since she got here, March 18th, like um, it's just been uh, the biggest accomplishment, biggest blessing of my life. And even on those days, yeah, where she is waking up every couple hours in the middle of the night, you know, the, the morning comes and. She smiles at you and 
I feel like I have all the energy in the world, you know. So um, it's it's especially even for goal. I got to bring her into um, after a playoff game last year, and yeah, bring in the locker room and stuff, and it was yeah, it was surreal. And I yeah, I was just kind of just didn't feel like it was real, you know. And uh, just to see her grow, and now you know this year I might be holding her hand. You know, as she walks around the locker room, you know, um, so really, really cool. Fatherhood's just been everything that everyone has said. You know, just the biggest blessing of your life, and um, I have such a great family um, with support, and even the girls here on the team just helping out. And it's just, and even the community, everyone. We had an event on Monday. I probably got asked about her <laughs> 30, about 40 times. No, 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 no. <laughs> No, I even, I even told Luke, I was like, yeah, you know, Cody can't come. Do I even need to come? You know, I, I was like, I'm, she can't make it. So do I need to? He's like, yeah, just come in. And we're like, okay, I'll come. Okay. So, but yeah, it was, she's just the, the star of the show, uh, which is just, uh, like I said, another surreal thing, too. Um, she's just such a sweetheart. And um, it's just been, yeah, like I said, every day is just a, a great day because, yeah, she's just, smiling and uh just loving life so really fun everything's a beautiful day every day is a beautiful day right now every day is a beautiful day you know <laughs> so really fun really thank fun. you for finding time thank oh you. man this is awesome thanks for listening hockey on the beach don't forget to support willie and jackson the Leisman.